With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. This conference is being recorded. He's a winner. Not answering. Please leave your message. Uh, three, four, seven. Oh, Lord, I don't want his name. Yeah, I'm here. Sorry. I'm, I'm trying to call... Mr. EJ, we're in the prayer room. It would be nice if you just listened in. It won't hurt you. All right. Bye-bye. I don't know who's snoring. All right. Can you guys hear me? Yes. All right. I'm going to have to. All right, Ann. I'm a, okay, Ann, you want to open up with prayer? Yes, I will. Okay. Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, in Jesus Christ's name, I pray, Father. I pray for all targeted victims across this globe, Father, that we all find a way to to find to find your guidance, your love, your trust, Father. That you guide us along in this horrible nightmare, Father. Ease the pain of those who are suffering so bad this evening, Father, and show them the way. To show them your love and your guidance and your protection, Father. Uh, bless, bless all targeted victims and their families and their friends, their mothers, their fathers, their sisters, their brothers, their uncles and their aunts and their children, Father. Please continue to bless us and carry us through, Father, as I know that you will. In Jesus Christ's name, I pray for ever and ever. Amen. Amen. Thank you. God, we just thank you, Heavenly Father, for this time that we have come together to give you honor and praise as a group of people that are just concerned about the nation, the issues that are critically affecting the, the, the creation. God, we give you all the praise. We give you the glory. I'm going to mute that. Somebody little tired. Yes. Uh, we thank you, Heavenly Father, for the privilege of prayer. We thank you, God, for the ability to come together and learn about uh, your teachings. We thank you, God, for the lessons that you reviewed previously. Father, for all you've done, all you're going to do. We thank you, God, for this lesson on covenant as we get a better understanding of what does the word covenant mean, what are the two two main divisions of the Bible for covenant or testament, what does the Old Testament contain, and what form and language was the Old Testament written, just a, a wealth of knowledge on Scripture. We thank you for this opportunity, God. And we thank all of our listeners, our participants, our downloaders. Give them the courage to keep moving forward. We thank you, God, for our elders. Each of the 
ask you, God, for a continual hedge of protection over them. We thank you, God, for our parents. Guidance and what's coming, what, what we have coming towards us and how we can handle these situations better. We ask you, God, for a special hedge of protection over our children, our bloodlines, the babies. May you cover them, God. We bind up that spirit of chipping children. We bind up the spirit of the mark of the beast on our innocent babies, Heavenly Father. We ask you, God, to just waken up the people so that they can see and know what is going on, Heavenly Father, and that they can protect the children that you've given them, they can protect themselves, Heavenly Father. We ask you, God, for an awakening across the nation regarding eugenics. Heavenly Father, that there will be a, not only an awakening, but there will be a movement to ban eugenics across the universe. God, we know that through you all things are powerful, all things are possible, that you are the God of miracles, that you're the God of the impossible. Particular prayer for the banning of eugenics across this earth and every demon behind eugenics plot and planet will be brought to the light and removed and dismantled and never considered a part of life again. God, the actual prayer for those that are suffering from torture through electronic uh, torture, through deadly pathogen administration, through deadly chips, implantation, devices, in the name of Jesus, God. Father, use those people to make it through that situation, Heavenly Father, and that they will, one of them will come up with the device necessary to disable chips, the device necessary to disable the pathogens that they are putting in people unbeknownst to the people, that will come up with the, your people will work together, Heavenly Father, to come up with the appropriate plan and administration to ban eugenics across this universe and hold those accountable and prove those that are implementing these programming to testify against each other, Heavenly Father, to be aware of these types of God, we give you praise. We give you glory. We thank you, God, for you being God. We thank you, God, for all you've done, all you're going to do. We thank you, God, for the blessings that you have for us, the blessings that are yet to come. We thank you, God, for the challenges that are before us and every test that we will pass. And we thank you, God, for coverage from any type of obstacle, any type of sabotage, harassment that is planned and plotted. We thank you, God, for victory over the enemy, victory over their plans. We thank you, God, in advance, Heavenly Father, that we know that you have given us a special ability to lead out life that you've given us, and we thank you, God, for the gift of life, and we thank you, God, that we know that you will direct us to lead out to the destiny that you created each and every one of us for. God, I pray for each and every person, a praying person, God, that they will meet that destiny that you created them for. And those, Heavenly Father, that have gone astray, I plead the blood of Jesus that they will come back, that you will show yourself lives, that they will find that there is no other way to counteract evil but through the blood of the Most High, blood of Jesus Christ, the sacrificial offering on the cross. I ask you, God, to bless this lesson into the Word of God to get a better understanding on covenant teachings. 
testing one, two. Have to move forward. Alrighty, so we're looking at covenant teaching. The two main divisions of the Bible are called covenants or testaments. There are two main divisions in the Bible called the Old Testament and the New Testament. They are called testaments because they are the testimony of God to man, the truth to which God bears witness. They are the covenants or agreements of God with man for man's salvation. Again, main divisions in the Bible called the Old Testament and the New Testament. They are called testaments because they are the testimony of God to man, the truth to which God bears witness. They are the covenants or agreements of God with man for man's salvation. The New Testaments are the contracts, basically, between God and man for What does the Old Testament contain? The Old Testament records the relationship of man with God for the coming of Christ. Books are from Genesis to Malachi. Testament was in effect until the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Important part of the Old Testament, it basically talks about it records the relationship of man with God before the coming of Christ. So from Genesis to Malachi, Old Testament was in effect until death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. In what form and language was the Old Testament written? The entire Old Testament was originally written in the Hebrew language, except for certain passages which are in Aramaic. These writings were written on skins and rolled up into volumes or scrolls. They did what they could do to get the information uh, out the word of God, and I believe just like the testimonies of many targeted individuals, you 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 know, I said if I had to put this on on tree tree paper, I would put it on paper because this stuff that's going on in the targeted individual uh, community, not just the targeted, the eugenic community, has to be addressed, and it has to be written in whatever form it can be written. I wouldn't let anything intimidate me from documenting my testimony if I was anybody, anybody. Let nothing uh, stop them from getting that. So why was the Old Testament so difficult to translate into other languages? One of the difficulties in understanding the true meaning of the Hebrew lies in the fact that originally the writings consisted of consonants only. Wow, no vowels. The vowels to be verbalized in speech as it was being taught orally. Think of the problems that would arise if our textbooks were written only in consonants, leaving it to the teachers to fill in the vowels as they taught. An example is Yahweh, Y-H-V-H. Can we fully understand the Old Testament in our in our own times and experience? No, we must study the times and the people to which the Old Testament writings were addressed. 
what forms of literature were used in the writing of the Old Testament. Almost every form of literature is used in writings of the Old Testament. We have prose, 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 poetry, history, story, parable, drama, dialogue, lyrics, epic, oratory, proverbs, epigrams, satire, hymns, songs, visions, and symbols. Each form must be interpreted according to its own laws or error will result. Every great truth is presented in various forms. In order that it may be seen from every point of view, no one form of language can make it clearly understood. We really need to rely on the Holy Spirit to give us understanding as we study and think, meditate on the scriptures. Can we find Jesus Christ in the Old Testament? Yes. He was always a part of the Godhead, and we can find him in all the Old Testament scriptures. Who wrote the Old and New Testament? God is the author of both the Old and New Testament. He used many different people to write those, including kings, farmers, mechanics, scientific men, lawyers, generals, fishermen, ministers, priests, a tax collector, and a doctor. What is the New Testament, then? The New Testament is the fulfillment of God's promise to his people of a Savior who would restore all that Adam had lost through sin. New Testament epistles are more geared to the church to teach them how to conduct themselves. It is important to have knowledge of the history and customs of the day to understand fully what the scriptures say as well as what the Holy Spirit is saying as the teacher. Why was the New Testament written? The New Testament was written for our admonition, for our learning, that we might have faith, for our washing, that we might grow in the grace and knowledge of God, of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Romans 10, 17, 1 Corinthians 10, 11, 2 Timothy 3, 16. What period of time does the New Testament cover? The New Testament begins with the birth, the death, and the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. It will end with the return of Jesus Christ to claim his people and to take them with him to heaven. And what period of time does the New Testament cover? The New Testament begins with the birth, the death, the burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And it ends with the return of Jesus Christ to claim his people, take them with him to heaven. The word of God, uh, the word of God, scripture, is the final authority. The Bible is the final authority of our faith. It is the only reliable source of faith and truth. It is God's word to us in written form. Covenant, the Testament. What does repentance mean? It means a change of mind or a change of heart and attitude. It means radical change in one's attitude towards God and sin, Luke 13.3. Basic meaning of repentance. Greek is metanio. Turn around. It is a turning from evil 
Christ and through him to God. John 14, 1 and 6, Acts 8, 22 and 26, 18, and 1 Peter 2, 25. How do we turn from sin to salvation? Decisions. salvation in Christ involves accepting Christ not only as Savior from the penalty of sin, but also as Lord of one's life. Thus, repentance involves a change of lords from the lordship of Satan, Ephesians 2.2, to the lordship of Christ and his word, Acts 26.18. Repentance is a free decision. It is made by sinners and made possible by the enabling grace given to them as they hear and believe in God. Acts 11:21. As they hear and believe the gospel. This saving faith, the definition of saving faith as mere trust in Christ as Savior is wholly inadequate in the light of Christ's demand for repentance. To define saving faith in a way that does not necessarily involve a radical break sin is to dangerously distort the biblical vision of redemption. Faith that includes repentance is always a condition for salvation. Mark 1.15, Luke 13.3, Acts 2.38. Repentance. What is repentance? Repentance is the basic message of the Old Testament prophets. Jeremiah 7.3, Ezra 18.30. John the Baptist, Jesus Christ, and the New Testament Christians talk about repentance, turning from evil ways. The preaching of repentance must always accompany the gospel message. How do we repent? Repentance calls for a renouncing of self-will and initiating confidence in God. We must confess our sins and forsake our ways and turn towards God. Judges 10, 15. Psalms 38.18, Luke 15.8. How important is repentance? It is a foundational basic truth to all believers. Hebrews 6.1. Repentance is essential for salvation. Mark 1.14. Repentance is the reason Christ came. Luke 5.32. Repentance is commanded of God. Acts 17.30. And God desires that all men come to repentance. 2 Peter 3.9. What is dead works? Dead works are the man-made rights, custom, beliefs, and good works that men perform, believing it will earn them the favor of God and entrance into his kingdom. Colossians 2.8, Timothy 3.5. Examples of dead works, animal sacrifices. Any work a person thinks is producing salvation. Our salvation is the cause of work. The works are not the cause of our salvation. Deceptive philosophy is dead works. Paul warns us to be on guard against any philosophies, religions, and traditions that emphasize humans functioning independently from God in his written revelation. Today, one of the greatest philosophical threats to biblically-based Christianity is secular humanism. The underlying philosophy and accepted religion in most of secular education, government, and society in general. The established viewpoint of most of the news and entertainment. 
throughout the world. That's that humanism. It's like a teaching of do what you want, do what feels good. Just go for it. There's no no, uh, discipline. What does this philosophy teach? It teaches that humanity, the universe, and all that exists consists only of matter and energy shaped into their present form by impersonal chance. It teaches that humans have not been created by a personal God but are the product of a chance process of evolution. It rejects belief in a personal infinite God and denies that the Bible is God's inspired revelation to the human race. It asserts that knowledge does not exist apart from human discovery and that human reason determines the appropriate ethics of society, thus making human beings the ultimate authority. It seeks to modify or improve human behavior through education, economic redistribution, modern psychology, or human wisdom. (laughs) Humanism teaches that moral standards are are not absolute and relative. Determined by what makes people happy, it brings them pleasure, or seems good for society according to the goals set by its leaders. Whew, that that tells you humanism. Whew. Thus, it devalues the Bible. It Bible Bible values and morality are rejected. Humanism considers human self-fulfillment, satisfaction, and pleasure to be the highest good in life. Humanism maintains that people should learn to cope with death and the difficulties in life without belief in or dependence from God. Humanism's the philosophy of humanism began Satan and is an expression of Satan's lie that humans can be like God. Genesis three five. Scripture identifies humanists as those who have exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worshipped and served created things rather than the creator, Romans 125. All Christian leaders, pastors, and parents must do their utmost to protect their sons and daughters from humanistic indoctrination by exposing its error and instilling in them a godly contempt for its destructive influence. 2 Corinthians 10, 4, 2 Timothy 3, 1. Why must we learn from dead works? Unless we turn from dead works, why must we turn from dead works? Unless we turn from dead works, our worship of God is in vain. When we trust in our own goodness or good works, we're saying that the blood of Jesus is not enough. God wants us to be totally dependent upon him, 1 Peter 1, 18. The gospel we have is the grace of God. Jesus saves by faith, by grace, and not by dead works. Galatians. What are some of the works that people put Christians? What are some of the works that people put on Christians? They cannot wear gold or jewelry. Women cannot wear makeup. Mind you, this is what people put on Christians. No musical instruments, observing the Sabbath. It's a sin not to go to church on Sunday. What commandment are we under? Those are people put on Christians. It's not biblical. Uh, What commandment are we under? We are to love God with all our heart and our neighbor as ourselves. John 13, 34, Matthew 22, 37. 
what did Jesus say about the law? Jesus came to fulfill the law, Matthew 5:17. Why the blood of Jesus? We are redeemed by the blood of Christ, 1 Peter 1:18. What does it mean to be born again? To be born again is nothing less than being converted or turned around from sin. It's born again by the Spirit of God. Until this happens, we are dead in trespasses and sin. Then we are born to newness of life. This can only be done by being washed in the blood of Jesus. John John 3, verses 1 to 8, Jesus discusses one of the fundamental doctrines of the Christian faith, regeneration, or spiritual birth. Without the new birth, one cannot see the kingdom of God, that is, receive eternal life and salvation through Jesus Christ. Regeneration is is a recreating and transformation of the person by the Spirit of God, Romans 12.2. Through this process, eternal life from God himself is imparted to the believer's heart, John 3.16. He then becomes a child of God and a new person. He no longer conforms to this world. The world doesn't control him, Romans 12.12, but is now created to be like God in righteousness and holiness. Ephesians 4.24. Regeneration is necessary. Apart from Christ, all people in their inherent natures are sinners, incapable of obeying and pleasing God. Psalm 51.5. Regeneration. It comes to those who repent of sin, turn to God, and put their faith in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior over their lives. Regeneration is a transition. Regeneration involves a transition from an old life of sin to a new life of obedience to the Most High God, 2 Corinthians 5.17. Those who are truly born again are set free from sin's bondage and receive a spiritual desire and disposition to obey and follow the leading of the Spirit, Romans 8.13. They live righteous lives, 1 John 2.29. They love other believers, 1 John 4.7. They avoid a life of sin, 1 John 3, 9. And they do not love the world, 1 John 2, 15. Why does grace set people free, and why is legislation legalism bondage? Why does grace set people free, and why is legalism bondage? Grace produces peace in the life of a Christian because they do not have to worry about everything they should be doing and everything they did not do to be right with God, Galatians 1, 3, 4. Legalism produces confusion and frustration. And why does grace set people free and why is legalism bondage? Legalism produces confusion and frustration. It's making people Grace is something that reminds us of that we have a free choice to follow God. Grace produces peace in the life of a Christian because they do not have to worry about everything they should be doing and everything they did not do to be right with God because they know <coughs> redemption and making a new to walk with God. Okay, that was... Uh, Doctrine, what does the word covenant mean? Contract, in law, 
is a formal sealed contract, and theology is the contract made by God to man. It's a promise. Two main divisions of the Bible, they're called covenants or testaments. Look at the two, the Old Testament and the New Testament. They're testimony of God to man, the truth to which God bears witness. They are the covenants or agreements of God with man for man's salvation. What does the Old Testament contain? We learn that the Old Testament records the relationship of man with God before the coming of Christ. So, uh, in the New Testament, uh, the books uh, run from Genesis to Malachi, but the Old Testament was still in effect up until the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. In what form and language was the Old Testament written? It was originally written in was originally in Hebrew, except for certain short passages that were in Aramaic. Originally in Hebrew, and those writings were on skins rolled up into volumes or scrolls. Why was the Old Testament so difficult to translate into other languages? The Old Testament did not use vowels. Had to fill the vowels in. They use. Can we understand the full the Old Testament? The Old Testament applied to the times of the Old Testament and the people to which the Old Testament writings were addressed. Fully understand the Old Testament. Okay. What what forms of literature were used in the writing of the Old Testament and the the Bible is basically five components, history, law, prophecy, literature, poetry, epistles, excuse me, literature goes with poetry. Poetry, uh, poetry, under literature you have parable, you have poetry, you have proverbs and, and all that. So those are the five components of the Bible. The Old Testament, break it down, uh, literature in the Old Testament, you'll see drama, dialogue, lyrics, epic, oratory, proverbs, satire, hymns, songs, the Bible. Christ in the Old Testament, yes, he was part of the... All the Old Testament scriptures, always talking about the Son of God that <laughs> who wrote the Old and New Testament, and God taught them both the Old and New Testament. He used Fills the promises of the Old Testament. Man. Wouldn't have 
knowledge of the history and customs of the day to understand today as well as what the Holy Spirit is saying as the How was the New Testament written? It was written for uh, our learning, that we may faith for our cleansing, that we go in the grace and knowledge of What period of time does the New Testament birth, death, burial, and resurrection of the Word of God, Scripture is the final authority for our faith, for Christian teaching authority. Source of faith and truth. It is God's word to us. What does repentance mean? Covenant is repeat. Cover us, God, grace and peace and an abundant life. Repentance. Repentance means change of mind. It's free will. To follow the Most High God, radical change in one's attitude towards God and sin, to hate sin, to dislike sin. Luke 13:3, Acts 17:30. The basic, most basic meaning of repentance is to ways and turning to Christ. Salvation, repentance in the repentance that makes it so wonderful. We will. There's no forcing you. There's something from within. It is made by sinners, made possible by the enabling grace given to them as they hear and believe. Saving faith, repentance was a basic message of the Old Testament prophets, Baptist Jesus Christ, and the New Testament Christians preached about repentance. It must always accompany the gospel message. How do we repent? Repentance calls for renouncing of self-will, things that we, the flesh, like to do. And Take our ways and turn towards God. Important is repentance. It is the foundational. It is part of the covenant. It's part of the agreement. It's foundational truth, basic to all believers. Repentance is essential for salvation. Repentance is the reason Christ came. Repentance is desires that all men come to repentance. It's part of the covenant. Dead works. What are dead works? Dead works are the man-made rights, customs, beliefs, and good works that men perform, believing it will earn them the favor of God and entrance into his kingdom. Examples of dead works, animal sacrifices. Work a person thinks is producing salvation. Our salvation is the cause of work. The works are not the cause of our salvation. Accepted philosophy. Paul warns us to be on guard against all philosophies and traditions that emphasize humans 
functioning independently from God and his written revelation. Today, one of the greatest philosophical threats to biblically-based Christianity is called secular humanism. Do what you want, what feel good, go for it. Philosophy that teaches the humanity, that humanity, the universe, and all that exists consists only of matter and energy shaped into their present form by impersonal chance. It teaches that humans have not been created by a personal God, but are the product of a chance process of evolution. It teaches that humans cons- cons- uh, it considers human self-fulfillment, satisfaction, and pleasure to be the highest good in life. It does not use the Bible as a guiding tool. The history lessons in the Bible are overlooked and disregarded. The Bible tells us that our parents and Christian pastors and leaders, they must do their utmost to protect their sons and daughters, the next generation from humanistic indoctrination, telling kids, Whatever you feel is right to just enjoy yourself, that is a part of Satan's plan. Why must we turn from dead works like humanism? Unless we turn from dead works, our worship of God is in vain. When we trust in our own goodness or good works, our own accomplishments, we're not realizing that we couldn't accomplish anything without the grace of God. The blood of Jesus is not enough. God wants us to be totally understanding of his power. The gospel we have is the grace of God. Jesus faith by grace and not by dead works. What are some of the works that people put on Christians? That they can't wear jewelry, they cannot wear makeup, they cannot... That's part of the humanistic. What commandments are we under? We are to love God. Our commandment is to love God with all our heart and our neighbor as ourselves. What did Jesus say about the law? Jesus came to fill the law. But we are redeemed by the blood of Christ. First Peter one eight. What does it mean to be again? Converted or turned around. Spirit of God, leader. This happens, we're dead in trespasses. Again, a minister I know used to say, you have to admit it and quit it. Why does grace set people Grace produces peace. They do not have to worry about sin. They do not have to worry about everything. They're led by the Spirit. Legalism produces Covenant is a binding solemn it's a 
solemn agreement as Christians is between God and man. For false, that is easy. Buddy is true. is a binding says Jesus was till the New Testament Part of the Old Testament, true or false. Since Jesus was not yet born until the New Testament, he's not part of the Old Testament. Anybody, true or false, is false. The Bible clearly tells us it was prophecy that the Son of God would come on this earth. An example, a living example on earth that is. Repentance cannot happen without a change of heart. Secular humanism believes that people can attain the highest good by striving to be the best that one can be. Secular humanism believes that one that people can reach the highest in life solely by striving to be the best person be. Best person, but you had better acknowledge God and it doesn't. Born again is to turn away from evil, consistently follow God's law so that one can be saved. True or false? Born again is to turn away from evil and follow God's law so that one can be saved, so that one can have a <coughs> That is Born again is to turn away from evil and consistently follow God's law. from evil, consistently follow God's law so that one can be saved. That's considered false because it's missing
secular humanism believes that people can left out repenting, so that would be okay. That's our Bible uh, study review on covenant. Uh, we looked at what is a covenant, and it's a basic agreement. Side is a contract, and the biblical theological side is the agreement between God and man. God doesn't really have, we don't call them contracts because everything is done of free will, you know. life and a good life by following, you know, by following biblical teaching. That's part of Christian doctrine. That's what we are covering. Looking at the benefits of the cross. What does the word faith mean? How important is faith? What causes faith to arise in our heart? What are some ways that we benefits of the cross? Benefits of the cross are the gifts which Jesus Christ purchased for us when he died upon the cross of Calvary. These gifts are forgiveness of sins and forgiveness is necessary because we have sinned, destroyed our relationship with God, and become subjects to condemnation. Romans forgiveness is the means by which this relationship is restored. Hebrew and Greek words for forgiveness denote the ideas of to cover, to pardon, to cancel, to send a God's forgiveness involves making of no account the sin that has been committed, saving sinners from eternal punishment, delivering them from the dominion of saving them from themselves, technically, delivering them from the dominion of sin and transferring them into doing the whole person and promising eternal but to receive forgiveness, there must be repentance, faith, and confession of sin. God, to be able to extend forgiveness, the shredding, the shedding of blood was required. He Thus, forgiveness is based on Jesus' Divine forgiveness is ongoing need for believers so that we might maintain our saving relationship with God. This includes... Deliverance from iniquity, peace of mind, peace for the mind, the body. That's our next chapter, the benefits of the cross. Okay, so um, yeah, I'm still up. Um, Lisa, you still here? Lisa, any comments? Anybody, any comments? Comments, anybody? Your conference recording has stopped.
the privilege of prayer, and thank God for the opportunity to review uh, the covenant teaching, and uh, which is New Test, the Old Testament and New Testament, two covenants, and that's God's promise to man. For our book, uh, the Bible, Basic Instructions Before Leaving Earth, I just thank God that despite that may come upon us, we realize that God's hand is on our lives. Chosen to let things happen sometimes to wake us up and pull us out of the miry clay. So I give God all the praise, all the glory for the privilege of prayer and to be able to exemplify his greatness through our lives. You know, if that devil was so bad, none of us would be here. God for each one of you that are here and all praying people, I thank God for you and uh, head first uh, in prayer you know, salvation for all and a commonality in here we have eugenic program blood of Jesus on the Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky Lucky? In line at the deli I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office more than once actually Do I have to say? Yes you do In the car before my kids PTA meeting Really? Yes Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.